0: Hi, welcome to the Spiritual Junkie um, talk show. And the Spiritual Junkie talk show is about spiritual healers or people who are having a spiritual awakening. And it's just really introducing every single person, um, different people. So today is just an introduction of who I am. My name is Maya Love. Uh, All my friends call me Maya Love. My name is Mai. Um, I am a massage therapist. I've been a massage therapist for three years. I am a single mother of three children. Um, I live in the U.S. I am also a planetary shamanic grid worker. I specialize in vortexes, grids, um, planetary blueprint. Um, I do a lot of the- I'm really into a lot of the ancient ruins, the domains, on pyramids and stuff like that. so I do that kind of like off base. Um, I have a huge background in multi multiple energy work um, but we'll go into the beginning how I began my journey. Um, but my main work is really grid worker, sound healing and light language. so I am a huge um, I'm a huge channel for light language. I speak over 50 light languages, different tones. Uh, it just really depends who i am connecting with sometimes when i'm connecting and channeling with others um if i speak um you know a different like you know like pleiadian if i speak pleiadian um sometimes they understand the dialect sometimes i speak in an older on older earth tone so i'm a channeler um and again my name is Maya love this name was given to me after i was really ill um i had a lot of lengths trouble in my mouth like the lumps in my tongue just swollen um, I went to the doctor and the medicine the antibiotics wasn't working for me it actually flared my limbs more. so um, for me I went to ask the universe to assist me in you know reducing my limbs in my mouth um, and I took some you know like herbs and stuff like that for my for my limbs to keep the swelling down so the story goes how many how I became um, the name Maya Love. Again, um, I was really sick. Um, I, I couldn't speak. My tongue was just so swollen. Um, so I asked travel. I was sleeping in my dream space. And my guides took me into this temple, this pyramid temple. And I was like, why am I here? And I said, you wanted healing, right? So that's how I went into the temple. There was a woman named Maya. Her name wasn't Maya but Maya was her name and she had black hair and light you know very kind of like a brown skin and she took me into the Yucatan pyramids inside the inside the earth and that's how I became my love. I took her name because um, she was the the woman who was my guide you know she was um, who was my inspiration to this day. So a little bit about me, my background and my spare time, I love doing jewelry, I love outdoors, I love nature, I love being outside. I have a deep respect for nature just because I do a lot of the grid work in healing the earth so that's what I do, Um, I also do a lot of other stuff, I like to do a little yoga. I like to dance. I like to do a lot of Shakti energy. Um, Just like, again, so, so much to learn, so much to expand. I like, you know, I have a collection of drums. I have like different, nine different drums of different um, backgrounds. Um, I love, love this. I love learning about this. I love astral traveling. I love lucid dreaming. I love connecting with spirit. It is just who I am. And again, it's just like a really amazing, why I love it is because wisdom and the knowledge i love learning about the elements i just love that feeling that connecting and i feel like um this podcast this channel is to about you know connecting with other people um getting to know other people because there's many of us that are especially awakened and many of us we have so much to speak so much stories to tell to other people so the first, so some of the signs and symptoms of my first spiritual weekends was I was um, in my first pregnancy. I'm no longer with him. We are divorced. Uh, my first pregnancy and I was about four months. I was having a lot of these weird energies around me. Um, I was always dreaming. So I, I'm a dreamer. And I was having trouble sleeping. I couldn't sleep. I was having chills. I was waking up with like these terrified dreams. And it was kind of like, you know, like I was going into this trance in my sleep where, you know, you're sleeping and you're not really asleep. You think you're awake, but you're not awake. So kind of like those in-between states. And I didn't know I was tapping into like astral travel at the time. So first signs were like I was, I went to sleep. And I thought I was awake and I wasn't really awake. I was actually still in my sleep. My body was half um, awake and then I could feel, you know, those were first signs. The inability to... um the inability to sleep and just like really bad dreams. Um, I was also often emotional and I was having the inability to focus at work. I couldn't focus, I couldn't concentrate, so I was often on and off. Um, some of these the signs is like if you're a person and you can't like focus... Don't see any panic. And you're in, if you can't focus um, like your studies, you can't go to school, and you're doing a subject and you just couldn't do it. Like, going to school constantly and work, working multiple jobs. Those were like signs of spiritual awakening. It's just like um, your body is just saying this is not what is for you, you know. So those were my first signs. Um, I was also, you know, I was, I was just tapping into really weird people's thoughts fields sensory fields without me knowing and I was like you know with my friends and family and whenever they were angry I could feel their anger and sometimes like I knew things that were gonna happen those were like first signs kind of like your friend is talking about her situation and you could feel her feelings you're like and then the first instant perceptions like they're gonna break up and you know a few weeks go by and they break up so those were like first signs where um, things that were about to happen. So it feels like watching a movie and like, you know, what's going to happen next, kind of like that. Again, tapping into people's emotions or work fields without even knowing, you know? Um, other signs were just, I was having a lot of, you know, psychotic behavior, like very unexplained rage. You're just feeling like very angry or like every situation you get with like family and friends, it would just turn out, you know, dramatic. So those were like first signs. Um, um, those were more my first signs um for me for spiritually awakened um and other signs is like i was very depressed a lot of anxiety Uh, you feel a lot of you know panic attacks also those were other signs um and like losing senses you know kind of like losing your sense of mind i guess kind of like you're you feel you're not very connected here physically so those were like signs which is just needing to be grounded. Okay, so my spiritual awakening story, again. So I, my, my spiritual gifts—they were awakened when I was about the age of nine already. Um, I closed those gifts, so those wasn't really a spiritual awakening story, those those were like gifts that were really given to me already. I was already intuitive already, um, I just really wasn't really into that stuff, you know, I wasn't really, you know, I was more focused on my, you know, growing up, so my spiritual awakening story starts when I was, probably when I was, my first pregnancy was about four months and all the dreams started coming through and I was terrified actually. Um, There was just a lot of spirits visiting me and at the time, I didn't know they were spirits. I thought they were just bad dreams. Um, It was a way of, of the other side communicating through me and I was just asking people around and people couldn't give me what was actually going on with me so I did not get the support. I was married, and I was a recent wed at the time, and my in-laws were able to assist me at the time. Um, they were shamanic, but they didn't want really assist me at the time, but they did bring me some twigs, you know, like pizza trees or branches to help the dreams because they knew I was having these really bad dreams. So fast forward, so like a year goes i have my baby and a lot of things were just happening around the family that resulted into my spiritual awakening. i got separated um i left um just a lot of depression there was just a lot of violence around that area and that was just part of my spiritual awakening story and and most of the time i was very depressed so i had this you know this physical life a lot of things happening. So those are first signs. Those are signs spiritual legal, Just a lot of things happening. Moving, you know, separation with relationships. Um a lot of emotional, you know, and after I separated, I thought there was something wrong with my head. Like I was so depressed. Um no one understanding. My family was trying to figure trying to you know, bring me back into, you know, my my first husband. They want us to be back together, but I didn't because it was just a lot of domestic violence. So, it's like, again, that was my spiritual awakening. That's how my journey began. That was, like, pre-awakening spiritual awakening. But then I didn't initially, I didn't go into that spiritual. Those were my pre-awakening um, signs of my awakening um so then a couple years go by i think like about two years like more stuff it's just more dramatic and more dramatic and until the point where me i was dating someone else and me and my ex we just like we separated and i was like i'm done with this bullshit um so then i started asking my guides like i needed to know who my guides were i wanted to better myself so that's when i met my um my second ex-husband and but we did a little you know work together spiritual work together we did some energy work he introduced me to some energy work and i think around 2016 2015 2016 that is when i really began my journey my spiritual journey and in 2015 i was looking around i was just looking at books i was learning about chakras on the internet i was learning about energy work i think 2016 is when i went to learn about what reiki was and that's where my journey began reiki um and i think two months later i went to see a shaman and she attuned me into an energy we call it a pre-initiation before you become a shaman and she activated my shamanic path and i don't work with her she's not my you know master or my um or my um or the one who guides me, but she was the one who opened that pathway for me. And after that pathway opened about six months, um, I have all this pre-awakening <laughs> shamanic stuff happening. Uh, a lot of things cleansing out. I went to Lake Superior um, up north and I went there with my spouse at the time. I'm like, I want to go up there, I'm being called. And it was my first time like Superior. It was very very beautiful. Um, I remember going there and I was just asking like, okay, so I want to know who I am. That was my question uh, when at the time. And I was doing a lot of Reiki energy healing. Just like when they initiated me, you know, my Reiki, when they were attuning me, the first thought that came to me was I have the earth, and I didn't understand what that meant at the time because I was like again very young into my journey and then back to the Lake Superior we were up in Lake Superior and I asked to know who I am and you know what's really funny when I was doing all these Reiki energy work to the earth um, the first thing that came was crows I started seeing these crows and they were just like not three not five a bunch of crows and they're just like i just kept seeing crows everywhere um they were cocking at us at one point and my spouse was like we have to leave we have to go home so it's a four hour drive up to like superior so so we drove four hours back to the twin cities because that's where i live and we went home and on our way from you know like superior all the way down to the twin cities okay i saw crows the whole time like off the like somewhere at the edge of the highway each time. And I was home and you know, that whole time for a month and a half, crows were just visiting me. Like I would be at the gym and in the parking lot, I saw a crow, uh, they were outside. You know, like I would see them outside my house and like a crow and I was kind of terrified at the time. Cause I was like, did I do something terrible? So I had to really like Google animal totems at the time what a crow means. And then I understand like, oh, change. Okay, there's some type of change going on with me. And then right after the incident, I went to learn about animal totems, what bird animal means. Uh, I went to learn about like, you know, what animals mean when you see them. And then I was introduced to trees and nature itself right after that, because again, I'm a dreamer and they would communicate me through dreams. So it would come through my dream space and they would communicate. So at this one point, when I was in my dream, you know, I was in my dream space, and they they were like, "We we are the ones up in Lake Superior trying to communicate." So at the time, I didn't understand. Who they are, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so they were doing this like snake rattle, you know, with the rattles, and we went through this cave and it was really awesome. We go past through the caves, and you see all these awesome, beautiful nature trees in all kinds of colors, and then um again like communicating back and forth on um, just a dream journey, and then I went up to like superior a second time. Um, later in the year and that's where I camped up there and when I camped up there again Back to the dream again. I was dreaming and they communicate through me again, and they took me to this amazing place so I was sleeping and They came to visit me and I was seeing all these animals all these animals were talking to me Communicating with me and before you know, they're not really animals. They turn out to be more and more spirits they show more and more of their visible self and we enter through this door and this it's kind of like a sun it's like you go through the sun and past through the sun is this big giant door and they were just pounding all these drums because they were having this ritual or something um and that's what they call welcome home was the phrase welcome home welcome to your awakening welcome to the beginning of your journey and that is when i learned about the elements and for us ourselves we know about the five elements and they introduced me the elements you know a lot of earth stuff a lot of old wisdom and that's how my journey began so and then afterwards i did like other stuff I went to like Machu Picchu. I went to other different sites. Um, I was introduced to light language. So I think about after I went to Lake Superior, I was introduced to light language. um, And that's where my journey began. It was right after their light language. I learned three dialects and then I learned like over 50 dialects by the end of the year. So. So, next, um, now I'm just going to talk about the methods and healing modalities and techniques that I have used on my spiritual journey. So, for me, everybody, is going to be different just because it's going to be based on who you are. Based on, you know, kind of like the abilities you have, if you're sensitive to energies or not. So, for me, I did a lot of sound healing. For me, it was all about sound I work with drums because the drums would help calm me through my brain waves, and I have a higher sensory. The gongs were helpful, so I'm in this sound journey. I'm learning about you know sounds like drums was one, chimes was one. Um, there's just many types of drums that had different. Um, frequencies for the brain waves and then I learned about you know mantras was mantra is considered sound to me because when we're chanting we're listening and it's really about connecting to the energy and at the time I couldn't not focus my mind was just so it was just everywhere like my brain couldn't focus and mantra was my pathway So I learned to do mantras first, um, chanting mantras, and it helped just really ease me away. It eased the mind and it brought me to where I am um, very more calm, halfway calm. And then I was introduced to light language right after mantras and the light language. Then I was introduced to crystal singing bowls. And the crystal singing bowls is a good way to keep the mind and the body really at ease um other things i did was like a lot of yoga some yoga i didn't go really too deep with yoga just like yoga i did a lot of dancing um i did a lot of the shakti energy shakti energy it just really helps you especially the female body just really connecting to the feminine energy to embrace yourself and i use a lot of that shakti energy just really healing myself, healing the emotions, the broken wounds, Um, other healing modalities that works for for me was massage and body work. Every time I had a massage, all my energy points were just releasing and it was just connecting to my emotional and it was also connected to my thoughts. So every time I get like my scalp done or any, you know, marma or any pressure points in my head, it releases a lot of the emotions and unwanted thoughts and that's why it's very important to have some type of care for your body physically. Um, other things I've done is like, um, you know, I I don't know, kind of like a t- Tai Chi kind of move, movements, just a lot of body movements, you know, just go outside with nature and just kind of like, you know, really, or you could put your headphones on and listen to your favorite tone of music and just like move your body in a movement where your body is telling you to do and whether it just feels like dancing or you're just like walking or or you're doing some form of martial arts or tai chi and just having your body move and your hand movement it just really brings that you know connection and sometimes it's a way to release um you know, heavy energies within our body. Um, other things that help me is diet. So I am a vegetarian now. Before that, I was not a vegetarian. I ate meat. You know, um, sometimes I ate excessively. So dieting helped a lot with me. And like again, like you're trying to be, you're. you're you know you eat meat and you're trying to go to be a vegetarian please take it easy when your body is ready it's just gonna say hey we're doing this um for me it was like kind of like cold shoulder one day you know it was right after the COVID-19 and my body was just kind of like I was eating meat and one day my body was just like you don't need this junk and my body just did, did a cold shoulder and I you know like I didn't desire it desire this meat and not just me but other excessive foods like your body doesn't need this anymore and my diet changes and the diet change you know it's good for you whether if you're trying to get like certain nutrients in your body especially like for me like I care about if you're caring about your thoughts how your thoughts process it's going to be based on your diet and nutrition again so and then a lot of energy work. I've done many types of energy work. Um, blueprint changes really assists if you're trying to make changes. And a lot of meditation. Meditation helps you, whether it's just for five minutes or ten minutes or three minutes, because like it just really clears that thoughts. Um, it really helps you be grounded. So again, um, and my recommendations is that. My recommendations and, about my experience is like to be spiritually awakened. It's like always be grounded, and it's very, very important to always be grounded. Uh, to be very centered at yourself. You know, if your thoughts is going somewhere all over, you know, all over places, and you're very emotional, it means that we need to find our center, and we need to be grounded, and we need to connect with ourselves. And though, you know, connect ourselves physically with our family and friends, but also connect with our inner selves, our inner voices, our higher selves. And we need to really feel that connection. And for me to be grounded, I feel like I need to connect with the earth. I need to connect with the trees. I need to connect the ground with earth. And that's what keeps me grounded. And if you're like if it's cold outside and it's winter and you don't want to freeze your butt outside then I've had another grounding base, and that's just kind of like connecting my feet into the center of the earth, or just like playing with. um, For me, it's like I'm a sound person, so drums is another way to connect my center. Yoga is another way to connect my center, and you just gotta find. what works for your body, and it's kind of like a trial and error for you, and you go through this trial and error for your body to know if it's working for you or not, because not all of it's gonna work for you. Um, sometimes it works for you, but not very in the deep level, but it works on a small level. So again, uh, always be grounded and be centered. And my other recommendation for those who are going on a spiritual journey or going having this spiritual awakening is really enjoy life in the moments when we are angry because every lesson and everything, every feeling, every issue, everything around it, there is great healing. And there's like so much great lesson for us to learn. So don't ignore it and embrace it, even when it's just very painful. And it's just part of being a human, you know? And my point is like, from the beginning of our spiritual waking to the end, we need to enjoy the moments. Even though it pisses us off, even though it angers us, like we put ourselves in these, you know, we put ourselves in certain issues or these issues pop up and we become very angry or very emotional about the, the situation. But the situation is teaching us about our weaknesses or what needs growth, what needs healing and it's just a way for us to really like wake up this is your hurt you're hurting here and this is why you're hurting this what needs to be strengthened and you need to come up with a plan how to improve yourself to better yourself and it's not about you changing it's about taking your time to go your way taking your time to heal your way not anybody's way because it's your body And it's your awakening it's your story and then embrace it you know very embrace every moment of it even though it makes you cry and like again really pisses you off but just really embrace it embrace all of it and just really appreciate it because the reason you're hurting is because you're gonna grow from it so it's just part of being human and there's nothing wrong was being very emotional about something and there's nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, being sad and angry or being mad about something or just crying or just being overwhelmed and feeling happy about it. Um, It's just part of who we are. It's part of our humanness. So we live in this mental, emotional plane and we just need to embrace that. Embrace who we are physically mentally emotionally in all aspects of ourselves so those are like just kind of like my recommendations and my advice and my guide for those going on this um amazing journey that's about to come and usually at the beginning of the awakening journey it's just like baby steps it's just like showing you the ropes And when it gets deeper, it becomes more amazing. It's kind of like, whoa, I didn't know that about myself. Or come like, oh, I kind of knew about it, but I wasn't really sure. So those were just kind of like, you know, amazing things that you learn about yourself. So my wisdom and inner knowledge to share with the world. So this is my piece of wisdom. My piece of wisdom to the world is that everything we do in our lives, such as the people, kind of like people like our clients, people who we connect with, or even people we walk down the streets, um, you know, your neighbors, just like strangers, people who are strangers, but then they walk by us every day, or our clients every day, or people on social media, uh, we communicate every day, people who message, just random people. they are all part of the divine plan for ourselves. There, there's a reason why the person walked down the street and you stared at them and they stared at you. okay? There's, um, there's a connection already, whether it's a good connection or a bad connection. We know each other very well already. Um, it's just part of, you know, our blueprint, you know, our divine plan. In our souls know these people around us. We know people. Every person we meet. And who comes in our path, they're they are here to assist us to grow. Whether it's kinda of like good or bad, we are gonna grow. Um, sometimes they are here to grow together with us to learn morality, values, and understand the word love. So these are people gonna be like, sometimes you meet people and you're like who cool, you know, we're here to grow. You know, like sometimes they're you'll meet people and you're here together for a moment, like two, three years and then you separate and it's kinda of like you were there for the moment to learn this awesome lesson and sometimes it doesn't end well and sometimes it ends well you know and we have to separate and we were there together for a reason it was to grow and to learn and then sometimes we separate and sometimes they are here to grow together with us for a very long term like long-term friends long-term relationships they're here to grow together to learn the lessons together and sometimes they're there to assist you and you're there to assist them you know kind of like exchanging wisdom and we are here to learn about our emotional feelings and mental thoughts about love we're here to master that emotions masters these mental thoughts. I'm not talking about like, okay, doing the cold shoulder. No, we're talking about like mastering the feelings inside of us, mastering like, this is not gonna affect us anymore. Knowing love in a deep level, knowing our thoughts in a deep level about love like we're just grounded in like when someone's talking some bullshit and you understand them you don't have to you know like you understand them and you're you don't have to feel like you're being warped into their energy into to their thoughts you have that balance in your mental thoughts kind of like i understand you understand your pain and your suffering but i'm here to just be a support group you know, don't come like that and love is everywhere whether it's good or bad experience. And it's part of the lesson of love. And it is also the functionality of creation, divine plan for all of us to grow to the best of a divine plan as a soul. So it's just kind of like love is everywhere, whether we like it or not, whether it's painful, whether we're angry about it, it's love. It's still love. Love comes in many ways, many frequencies. We may perceive it like this sucks. I hate you. No, you don't hate them. But this is part of growing to understand the emotions, to understand the feelings. And that's just a lesson of love. And it's it could be good and a bad experience. Sometimes we experience bad experience. But out of the bad experience, we grow from it and we learn ourselves like this is not going to, next time we're not doing this, next time we're not doing that. So it's kind of like, a growing step for us and it's a lesson of love love is everywhere and what i'm saying is the functionality of creation, divine plan for us to grow to the best, or divine plan as a soul. So I'm basically saying, like the function, the function of creation, divine plan. There is a divine plan for us, and it's through the creation we're all learning about the functionality of creation. We're all learning about the creational divine plan, and this divine plan is for us, individual. Each, all, each one of us has a different, have a different layout we have a different plan for ourselves we have certain areas we want to grow certain areas that we want to master and again it's the best of our divine plan as a soul we are following the divine plan of our own intimate soul so that is um what i wanted you to learn about me so again my name is maya love and this podcast the spiritual junkie talk show is about each healer you'll hear about each healer's story um an introduction of themselves Um, signs and spiritual signs of their own spiritual awakening, um, and their spiritual awakening story. Like I told you about my story, I started when I was about four months pregnant, again, with my first child. So I have three amazing children, and methods methods and healing modalities and techniques for each person. So everybody's just a little different, like again, for me it was all about sounds, sounds was mostly for me. in energy work and like for me it was more about martial arts moving my body um, and dancing and just a little i just gave you my little wisdom and inner knowledge i know i went really deep into that and some recommendations of my experience like again my recommendation is always always be grounded always always be centered Always be grounded in issue situation of everything around you and it's you're in a situation, it's just chaotic. Find that moment to find your center, find your moment to be grounded so you're not being pulled in a million directions. And that is the end of my podcast. So if so, I have the superhero question. If you had superpowers, what would you do with those superpowers? I'm gonna tell you if I had superpowers. Well, I don't think I have superpowers. If I had superpowers, I would. What would I do? If I had superpowers, I think I would want. Uh, it would be my hands. Um, I would wish I could. Okay, don't take it around. Come like Wolverine and in the X Men and. I wish I had those long nails kind of on my hands I don't know so then what would I do with those superpowers I would I don't know I wouldn't really cut or cut or anything just just I just like to paint them like like long fingernails I guess I wouldn't really do much with anything with this so that is the end of my podcast